Good evening. Um, we've discussed in the past about um, not overnighting uh, packages to yourself on Friday that's going to come on Shabbos. Um, you're specifically asking for them to deliver on Shabbos. You can't do that. <clears throat> but that's when you're receiving packages. What happens if you're the one sending the package? So let's say you run a business um, and one of your clients, one of your customers, uh, says, I need, I, need a certain, I need a certain package. And he calls you up on Friday and says, I need it. Please send it to me so I get it. Please overnight it. I need it tomorrow. Um, so you're going to go to UPS or FedEx and you're going to tell them, please send this to this and this person on Shabbos. Um, now, you're not directly deriving benefit from the Maestro Shabbos. You're not getting it. He's getting it. Um, so the benefit issue is maybe less of a problem. Um, but are you allowed to ask the non-Jew to send it? Presumably, it should be, it should be an issue. However, um, <clears throat> there are opinions that hold that there's a concept called Amira la Amira. So if I tell a non-Jew to tell another non-Jew to do malacha for me, there are opinions that say that that's okay to do on Shabbos. Um, now, many poskim don't agree with this. So this is not something that we generally do. Um, but um, Mishabura holds that in, in a situation of great potential great hefzid, if you're going to incur a major loss, if you don't do this, Mishabura is actually lenient. Um, the chiddush of this is, is that you could even ask the non-Jew to do a doiraisa. If you hold that this works, you could even ask the non-Jew to do a doiraisa. So you tell the um, you go to UPS, and there's a guy behind the desk. He's not the guy driving the truck, right? He's the guy that you're just going to give the package to. So you tell him, I need this overnighter to Washington, D.C., has to get there tomorrow morning. He says, okay. Um, and, he, you know, you sign the doc, he's, you know, he writes up the, the, the label, and then he tosses it in the back. And later on, there's going to be a driver who's going to drive it to the plane and put it on the plane. It's going to go to Washington. So you ask the non-Jew to ask another non-Jew to do malacha for you. Um, and again, assuming there's a malacha deraisa, if it's a malacha drabanon, it's, it's leaner for other reasons. But even if it's a malacha deraisa, there are persons who say that you can do this. So in a, why can you do this? Why is it okay? Um, so one of the issues with Amir Lanachri is you're creating a shlichus between yourself and the guy. You're asking the guy to be your shliach. In this scenario where you're asking the first non-Jew to tell the other non-Jew, that sort of mitigates the issue of shlichus because you're, not, you're never appointing the actual shliach. Some places can say that the guy who's actually driving it shouldn't know who you are. Others say he shouldn't know that you're Jewish. Um, but generally, in the case of a UPS truck, that's, that's the case. Um, but the bottom line is, Mishnah Burr says that in a situation of great hefzid, um, you could rely on this hetra. So you have to ask a Shiloh, to, you have to figure out what a great hefzid is. But maybe an example would be if you, you, know, if you have a client, he's maybe he's your, he's, he's your biggest customer, he calls you up on Friday and says, I need this tomorrow, and if you can't get it to me by tomorrow, I'm going to the competition. He's the biggest client, that's, that's a massive loss. Um, so that very possibly might be a case of, hef, of a major hefzid, um, and in that scenario, it would be mutter to send in the package. Have a good night.